talked about a little bit on the call on Friday, but it was like listening to these in English, <laughs> I realized that like if I've already heard something in Japanese, I usually hate the English dub. I think Dragon Ball is like the only exception to that because I fucking hate Goku's VA yeah. in Japanese because I don't like high-pitched Goku. But for some reason, whiny Shinji in English is way more annoying to me than fucking whiny Shinji in Japanese, and I don't know why, but... Well, I, um... I met, like I mentioned there, um... I, I, I couldn't finagle Amazon. I figured it out for the first 30 minutes mm-hmm. how to get it in Japanese, and, like, it was such a pain in the ass, but then I, I stopped watching and I came back to it like, like a week later or two days later or something like that. I came back to it to finish it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't, I can't. And then, no, no, here it was. I that I went to watch something else. Mm-hmm. And it also made that in Japanese. Yeah, it's a weird, yeah, it like saves your voice preference. If it's got the, op, like if there's the option there, like I'm sure if I like switch Evangelion to Japanese and then like went to watch Rings of Power or whatever. Because I'm sure Rings of Power has a Japanese option. It would probably put Rings of Power in Japanese. I'm, I'm honestly like pretty definite that's exactly what I was watching. Yeah. And I was like, I, so I put back to English. And I went back to watch Evangelion, and I was like, okay, this is just what it is now. I'm just gonna watch it dub, which I don't do. Yeah. At least with Netflix, it was like it it does that for like similar things. So like if my look when I was watching uh. Hunter Hunter a little bit, which I need to get back to watching again. I keep like watching like 20 episodes of it and then getting to the end of the Hunter exam and then dropping off of it. Um, not because I get bored. I just like get to watch other stuff. But that was a similar thing where it was like I was watching that in English uh, and then I went to watch something else and it still had the preferences in English. And I was like, OK, I get it. Like, you know, if you want to watch like this certain type of content and like, you know, whatever, I'm sure if I'd like did K-dramas and I had those yeah. in English. I don't know if they have English options, but I'm sure if I did those in English, it'd be a similar thing where it was like, okay, clearly you want to watch K-job, K-dramas dubbed, so you will just automatically do that for you. you know, and but I, then um, other stuff is like, you know, just regular shows is not like, all right, well, we're just going to automatically put that in Japanese. Like, I don't know. And, I, and I'm actually, you know, historically, man, like I'm, I hate dub, dub stuff. Yeah. I hate, the only dubs I watch like like you mentioned, Dragon Ball Z is like pretty much the only one. It yeah. Maybe even Full Metal Alchemist, just the original Full Metal Alchemist. Um, because I watched that dub. I think first. the only one that might be up there for me, although I did watch a lot of Shippuden in Japanese, but I think Naruto, the original Naruto, I watched in English. Um, I've heard here's the ones that I've heard people that I necessarily don't grandfather into the dub allowed category, but like mm-hmm. DBZ. Not Dragon Ball, but just DBZ, because Dragon Ball, I read the manga first and watched the Japanese. But DBZ is yeah. one. I hear Cowboy Bebop a lot, and I hear Samurai yeah, Shampoo Yeah, Cowboy Bebop is... I mean, I've watched I've watched both. I think when I originally watched Cowboy Bebop, I watched it in English. And when I rewatched it last year before the TV show came out, that I never finished. No. Uh, uh, I think I watched it in Japanese. But I think that's one where you could do, like, 
I, def- I think that's definitely one that you could do either or. Basically, anything that was on Toonami, Toonami is, like, or Adult Swim. is basically where like people were like, all right, I can watch this in English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably just because they were already like, oh, well, I already watched it in English in yeah. the beginning. I'm just used to it at that point. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, like Trigun, me, I feel like, would probably be another one. I think I watched Trigun in English. I watched, I watched Trigun in English, too, because that's Johnny and Bosch, baby. That's, yeah. That's Adam, Black Power Ranger, dude. Yeah, um, Akira was one of the similar ones, too. I watched Akira dub first. Yeah. Uh, Ghost in the Shell, I watched Ghost in the Shell dub first, even though now I prefer the Japanese. Yeah. Um, but the big one for me is it's it's Kung Fu movies, man, because all that shit's dubbed. Mm. So, like, yeah. old, like, Jackie Chan's voice is not Jackie Chan's voice to me. Like, Jet Li's voice is a different guy. You know mm. what I mean? Like, so that, like, Once Upon a Time in China, I could be getting this wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm accurate in this from my memory. Like, Jet Li doesn't speak Cantonese or something like that, so they dubbed it in Cantonese. He speaks Mandarin or, or something like that, or in, huh. the inverse. I can't remember which one. But, like, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, like, they were shooting a movie, and they had to read, you know, and they dubbed they dub it anyways, but they dubbed it in that. Um, so, like, I, if I go back and watch old, like, 70s kung fu flicks that I grew up watching... Those are all the, the American English, you know. It's like, well, of course, yeah. that's those dudes sound like that. So like, it took me a long time to like rewatch like Wheels Wheels on Meals or like these Jackie Chan movies. It took me a while to like, okay, I'm gonna watch it in the original, you know, language, yeah, and not like like Jet Li the Enforcer. I had to like, okay, I'm not gonna watch the dub because the and, I, and then I would watch the original language. Got it. This is this is amazing. And I would yeah. go back to the English to, to, to see, and it'd be like, okay, this is Cornball Central. <laughs> but it took me a while to get to that point because I'm so used to watching the the American right. you know, botch job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But we're talking about um, Evangelion. Uh, what is yes. it? I have it written down. Isn't it 1.01? Yeah, 1. 1. Uh, you are not alone, I believe. I think it's 1.11. It might, I think it was originally 1.0, and then I think when it was, I think it, when it came out on Blu ray, they turned it into 1.11. Okay. I so Evangelion 1. Point, uh, Evangelion 1, you are not alone. Yeah. Um, we're talking about that this week on the Check the Vending Machines podcast. I'm Jason, not Zach. Well, yes. We're just going to roll into it because we've already been talking about, talking about kind of the general idea. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing, ma'am. We've, Tell me. we've mentioned this show a lot on the podcast. Um, I've talked about it a lot in my personal connection to it, and I'm going to rehash that in a second. But mm-hmm. um, for you, you are mm-hmm. a fan. I don't know how, how you would describe your fandom of this series, but you are a fan. Uh, I am a fan of this series. Uh, I mean, for me, this is an interesting part because like, Evangelion for me is weird because for me – my first exposure to Evangelion was the Rebuild movies. Mm. Was uh, I think it was like it was like when I first was like really starting to get into like actually watching anime in uh, in high school. I think it was like when I first started talking to. I think Keelan was like one of the first person I people I started talking to. We were like in computer class, and he was like showing me this site where you could like watch anime and all the shit. Um, he's just showing you Billy. He's just showing you Billy talent in anime. Yeah, there you go. He was uh, it was like that was like Angel Beats and like fucking uh, Planet. Planet. No, I still haven't seen Planet, but um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was like my first exposure to even Gellion was like trying to watch it, and I couldn't find the original series anywhere. And like I think the way I understood it as like a fucking dumbass 
freshman kid was like, oh, well, these fucking reboot movies, these are just the movies. This is a series, but as a movie, I can just watch these. Um, and how wrong I was. But, um, but I did watch, I think, because I think when I started watching it, the first three movies were out. I think all three, or maybe at least the first two, and then the third I watched later. I don't remember. Because now that I'm looking at it, because I looked it up a little bit, and the third movie came out in 2012, and I think I'd watched the first two before then. So maybe I just, like, or maybe I watched them later than I thought I did. I don't know. But um, but I definitely watched the rebuild movies before I watched the actual Ava series, because I didn't actually really watch Ava until it came to Netflix in, like, mm. Whenever the fuck that happened, like 2018, 2019, wherever. Yeah. But, um, so I have a pretty good history with this movie overall, even though I didn't really even understand it until like probably last year. Right. (laughs) Like all the, all the actual differences and like what, like the Rebo movies as a whole, like actually mean. Right. I, I gotcha. I, um, have a different history with the, with the series as a whole, Mm -hmm. which is that I, um, known about it for a long time because like like with anything that i like if mm-hmm. i like anime i'm going to obsess over the must watches type yeah. thing like the history I, it's I do, definitely one of the og classics yeah I, I do with everything so if i like find a new genre of music i'm obsessed with that genre of music i gotta find all the all mm-hmm. the timeline structural important pieces of it and no matter which way you cut it if you talk about anime you get to the 90s no matter how you cut it or slice it you have you find evangelion yeah. um and it helps that like a lot of podcasts i like mm-hmm. the hosts of the podcast like even so i'm constantly hearing this thing and the name is the name is cool the name is like stands out so you kind of designs for, the design for ava's as like a as a giant robot for like a giant robot show are really cool and yeah sure like and, the, and then it. also it's on tsunami it's like so yeah. adult swim or whatever it's there so you, I, you see it um, so the first thing I watched was the show, uh, mm. uh, I think mostly on TV mm. and like, I didn't finish it. I, I got pretty close. Um, but I hated it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand Shinji. I was one of those guys that couldn't stand Shinji. I'm still yeah. one of those guys that are like, why, why is this the main character? Yeah. I mean, I am one of those fans that like i don't like shinji as a character but i understand his purpose in the story Mm -hmm. so i'm willing to like put up with him and like his shenanigans because i understand what ano's trying to say with him sure but it still is one of those things where it's like well it's like he's just not a likable character for the most part he's too like he's got those moments where he shines and there's a couple like especially i think in uh 2.0 which we'll talk about uh in a later episode possibly but um he's definitely got moments where he shines but for the most part those moments are like very few and far between yeah i mean i'm so so i watched part most of the show and i i I don't think i understood any of it i think it just just glazed over my head which i personally don't don't didn't care to do any re- i was like so unimpressed that like okay I don't, I don't need to do any research yeah i I mean i think that's the other thing with ava not to cut you off again but i think that's the other thing with ava too is just like the amount of like complicated bullshit that is in this series is like too much for me sometimes yeah it's like one of those shows where it's like i think last podcast on the left made a joke about it where it was like um 
I think they talked about Twin Peaks in the same way, where it's like if you're not like watching the show with like fucking the wiki open next to it, trying to figure this shit out, then like you're watching it wrong. And it's like, well, yeah. I don't like to watch it. Yeah, like that. I don't want to. I'll do look that. up stuff afterwards, but like if I have to like have like a fucking Wikipedia page open with like somebody or like watching like numerous videos after to like yeah try to get some semblance of like what the fuck I just watched, then like yeah, it's not really like my cup of tea most of the time. Um, so I get where like a lot of people fall off of it because of that. Yeah, and and I love I love symbolism. I think yeah. it's a fantastic part of a lot of stuff that I read, that I watch. I, I yeah. love it. I'm I'm into it. It's an important part of storytelling. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a level of I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't care, and like especially I would hear all these things about Evangelion too. Like oh, the actual angel christian all of, all the symbols actually don't mean anything they, they just they're just there because they look cool i think Anno has said that at one point yeah i don't know if it was like recently i think it might have been like i know at some point i don't know if this is actually true or not but i definitely like read something or heard somebody say on a video that like yeah he was at one point he was like i just like it because it fucking looks cool it just looks cool like, and okay. i like the like the names for stuff he was like yeah i just like using the dead sea scrolls it sounds like a fucking cool shit which is fine, but like, so I I, I watched the show and I I, I think I watch maybe I didn't, I didn't watch it straight shot because it's Adult Swim, so you're having to watch it whatever the the programming tells you to. So the, right. I remember the scene where isn't there a scene? I, it's been so long now. This is 15 years ago. Isn't yeah. there a scene where like Oscar's like sniping? Is there a scene uh, with that? Uh, yeah. Or is it just Shinji does the sniping scene? I think there's a scene where Asuka snipes. Where she's like sitting down? Is she like, is they were like sitting down in the, in the desert or something? Uh, Am I misremembering I this completely? I think so. Hold on. Asuka. That sounds vaguely familiar to me. You know what I mean? Like that, that, in my mind, I remember seeing that on TV a lot. Yeah. Like every time I returned, I would see it on programming. That's what the scene I would see. I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's just Shinji that did it. Just when he's sniping on top of the thing. There's some I mean, scene with Asuka that I just would see all the fucking time. I don't know. I can't. I can't. That's why I remember it in my mind just over and over again. Is this one scene? Because I would just yeah. like. It would happen all the time. Like I remember, like with Fullmetal Alchemist. Every time I would turn the TV on to Fullmetal Alchemist. It would mm-hmm. be. The, it would be the goddamn scene where Ed's fighting the goddamn samurai robot oh, and samurai yeah. spirit thing like yeah. every time on tv it would never be any other scene i would just it would just be that fight over and over again yeah you know what i mean um so if i i'd never finished the show i didn't get to the whole everyone's clapping that's <laughs> i didn't get to that congratulations i, I never watched end of ava just because i heard it was terrible there's a jerk off scene so i didn't care um i watched uh, that on youtube though the I mean, I think I like – the end of Ava is weird because, like, it's got some fucking dope-ass shit with it, specifically when, like, Asuka's fighting against, like, the mass-produced Ava. Those are the ones with, like, the fucking wings and they've got the fucking spears and she's, like, going, like, fucking hog wild and then they fucking spear the shit out of her Yeah. Uh, at the end and she fucking gets killed. See, I um, took it as, like, okay. But then that's also the movie where, like, everybody fucking turns into, like, fucking Tang. So. yeah. Yeah. I took it as this. And this is this is just me kind of being like a 
pessimist, like fatalist kind of personality type, and also mm. like contrarian. Like everyone loves Ava in the po- yeah. in like popular world, so like, I'm contrarian. If everyone likes it, I'm gonna fucking find a reason yep. not to like it. Um, because you people talk it up so much, but like in my mind was like okay. The show ends with, him, with clapping because they, he lost his budget, and I understand. I, I, that's always a story I yeah. heard. It was like the, he ran out of budget. Fine. Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's the accepted, and I think he said that. Yeah, that basically the reason the last like I think it's the last two, maybe even three episodes are the way they are is yeah because they lost budget. Right. Okay. I, I can I can copy that. I can I, I get it. Cool. And Ava, you get you get to finally tell your story. Yeah. Rad. Tell it. Fantastic. Yeah. To eight, to eight to ten years later, however long it is, was that? We're doing this again. Why? Yeah. Oh, well, this is the real vision. Okay, listen, motherfucker. Yeah. Your real vision? Why don't you tell it the first time? Yeah. You're talking about. Well, I mean, I think I don't think it's especially after watching uh, the fourth movie, which I think really kind of ties into like what rebuild series is supposed to be. I don't know if it's supposed to be like the original vision, but I think if you take it through the concept of like like an RPG, for instance, like in a lot of them, like uh, I guess Mass Effect would be a good example, which is like you have like various endings. You like you have a good ending, you have a neutral ending, you have like a bad ending. Yeah, I would say like the original anime ending to Evangelion is like a neutral ending. Mm-hmm. End of Evangelion is a bad ending. Right. And then I would I would consider the rebuild movies to be the good ending to oh, Evangelion. Okay. Sure. Well, I don't need the Snyder cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, but it's fine. So I, we watched Evangelion one point, whatever. You were not alone. First off, I hate those titles. Um, yeah, I hate know. those titles. I mean, I, they're pretty pretentious. They are. I think the parentheses is what makes it the most pretentious because I don't understand the concept of it. I still don't get it. Maybe it's like a Japanese thing where it's like something about the way it's written in Japanese maybe makes more sense maybe. with the parentheses. Yeah. But like the way it is now, it's like, okay, you are alone. But I, the way I, I'm, I always get into it, I'm like, so is it you are alone and the, the not is silent? Or it's like, no, you are not alone. I, I just yeah. don't get the parentheses. It doesn't make any sense. So uh, obviously you've seen all four movies. I have seen the first two movies one time when they came out. Yeah. So and as historically as an Evangelion denier, I <laughs> I remember I remember scenes very well. Yeah. But I remember plot line very little. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So, we're going through the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm watching this movie. Yeah. And I, I, the first thing I noticed is okay, the animation is good. Yeah. Animation was great, especially for 2008 or however when this came out. Animation still looks uh, good. I think it's 2007, actually. So, there, so animation, I'm still happy with. I think it looks really good for an anime movie for that time. It looks good. The event, yeah, the like games look good. Yeah, for like a year old movie at this point it looks really really good yeah it looks solid immediately mm-hmm. i can't now again i was explained beginning of the episode 30 minutes sub rest of the movie dub yeah even in its proper language yeah i want to turn it off within 20 minutes because of shinji because of shinji yeah 
and this, I know this is probably the most talked about debate in this anime besides like what the fuck are angels or whatever. I know that this is probably the most like number one Reddit topic yeah. is Shinji as a character, and I understand that, but I it's it, it's so impossible and so insufferable. Yeah, but, like I'm all about characters that have problems or trauma and that helps build a character. I completely mm-hmm. I'm, I'm completely cool with that because those are some of the best characters. Yeah, but with Shinji, the way they I always see this on you. I read it when I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the that's how a real person would act. Uh, I think that's how some people would react. Not some people also. Possible. I could see some people reacting the way that Shinji reacts to the situation. I mean, I think specifically where it's like obviously it's the mean of getting the fucking robot Shinji, but like. I think the concept of, like, a fucking 12-year-old kid being told to, like, fucking pilot this giant-ass mech and you could fucking die in it is a pretty terrifying concept. It is. It absolutely is. And, like, even, like, the idea, too, of, like, oh, well, your dad sucks. Well, I have to get to that point, too, because I, I didn't really understand this storyline, so maybe you can help me out. But, okay. like, um, even the idea of like you know you're with your he's with his mom or something I guess he like loves his mom or his mom sucks or something like that I can't remember exactly what the storyline is, but like his dad is dismissive of him or or something his whole life or some shit or whatever so he's kind of like a bum, a bummed out bummer kid. Completely got to understand that I completely get it. Um, but then you he call his dad calls him to this really fucking cool base. Like, yeah. holy shit, that's a well, nerve, fucking... nerve HQ in general is, like, a really cool concept. Yeah, that's Like, the whole cool. concept around Nerve is super interesting, that they're, like, a secret organization, part of the UN, and it's, like, around yeah. the globe, and it's, like, their sole purpose is to fight against yeah. the angels. Like, that's the whole purpose for their existing. So, it, it, to me, it's, like, it's a, it's a secret organization, but also, like, everyone clearly knows it exists, because you yeah. live in this fucking city where the city is a Transformer. Yeah. You fucking live on, what's that Transformer, with, like, the planet? Oh, uh, well, it's, um, Unicron. You live on the Unicron? Like, that, that's yeah. your whole life? But I like, mean, that's a great scene, too. That first transformation sequence where you see the fucking city transform from, like, yeah. uh, everything cool. below ground and everything, like, slowly lifts above ground is super, super awesome. Cool. Uh, that's another point I want to get to, actually, in a second, but, um, yeah. so Shinji's, like, a depressed, bummer kid, yeah. and, like, the re- I always, going through the movie, I thought about this. Everything mm-hmm. that everything that Ano is writing or whoever wrote the movie mm-hmm. about Shinji as a character and his like annoyingness, mm-hmm. all of the writing of like the reasons I compl- I'm completely cool with. Those are cool reasons that, that develop a character. But yeah. for, again, and I haven't seen movie three or four. I've seen the first ten minutes of three. Yeah. So I can't comment on it. But like from my perspective of seeing one and two from my old memory. The character growth that I expect from a hero character, imagine like Amuro. Mm-hmm. Like Amuro's a pacifist, doesn't want to do this, doesn't yeah. want. He wants to be neutral. He wants to be at home, and then mm-hmm. progressively having to know that he's being pulled in to the robot, to yeah. pulled in because of his skills, pulled into something he doesn't want to do, and then yeah. progressively becoming the hero and having to rise to the occasion and not whining. To get there, maybe you whine at the beginning, but then you become the stronger character. Yeah. From my perspective, Shinji, whether or not it's real life or not, because we've seen people in real life rise to the occasion and, and push the whining this away, mm-hmm. it, it makes me go, I don't want to watch this show, but at the same time, 
everything that Arno makes in the show looks cool. Yeah. The Evangelions look cool. The the angels look cool, except for one. I want to bring it up towards later. But like okay. the angels, the concepts are cool. The robots look cool. The concept of the base looks cool. The concept of the characters look cool. Like, uh, is it her name's Misato? Yeah, yeah. That's the, a cool the, character. Yeah. Design's cool. Um, Ritsuko's cool. I like yeah, that. Yeah, everyone's cool like, in the show. Oscar looks cool. Obviously, we don't see her in 1.1. Gendo but, looks like a fucking asshole, but he, I love the, his look. So. Yeah, the nerve logo. Everything about the yeah. show, aesthetically, I'm like interested in. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I do not like, the biggest thing I don't like, is, is, is Shinji as a character. And if you're the main character, I can't deal with it. Yeah, I get that point. And I think... So there's a couple of things... I think by the end of four, I think what you were looking for is there for him. I think the problem with Shinji overall, and this is kind of what I talked about earlier of those moments being few and far between. I think he gets these moments where he has opportunities to grow and it does seem like he does grow. Um, I think specifically in like two, I think that his growth is a lot more evident. I think, um, specifically like of him just being like a lonely sad sack. I think like he does a lot better job of like expanding like these school characters to like give Shinny like more personality. His relationships with like Ray and Oscar too also like kind of get him so that he's not just like I'm fucking sad and depressed the whole fucking time. Yeah. I think the problem well it's not a problem. I think the the way his character growth also works though is that he has these moments where he's built up and it seems like he's heading on the right track. And then you have these, like, they're not roadblocks. They're, like, specific, like, major turning point events that, like, they don't exactly reset him to zero, but they definitely, like, turn back the dial a little bit. And there are, like, these constant moments throughout the series where, like, that keeps happening. Like, I th- in one in 1.0 is, like, I don't remember specifically which moment it was, but it's, like, whatever fight that happened and he, like, ends up, like, running away. He like runs away. He like fucking goes, lives off the yeah, city. Yeah. Oh my god, for, like, dude. Days. Don't even that get me scene started, is like, dude. Come on, dude. Um, Literally, the scene then, where that scene, bro. Yo, yo, dude. I almost threw my controller because that scene pissed me off so bad. And yeah, the and scene where like ends and he's where, just like take me back. There's the yeah. scene where fucking the part of that scene where he's like wandering through the fucking city, and then I was like, okay, cool. He's gonna be a little bitch. And yeah. then it cuts to him with a fucking newspaper over him or some shit. Yeah. Dude, I, I literally was like going to text you and be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not <laughs> going to put myself through this. Luckily, there's not another like real moment like that again. I guess in 2.0, I guess it's a similar one where he like leaves again. And then you get the climactic ending to 2, which I really like the ending to 2. 2.0 or 2.22, whatever, a lot. Um, I really like where they ended that series and it leads into 3.33 is really, I don't know. I, maybe we'll get there eventually. I want to, I want to try to stick on 1.1, but three is a movie in general, like especially where you leave two at three is such a fucking weird movie. Yeah. It's so fucking strange. Like it makes contents. It makes sense in the context of like, all four movies as a whole, but specifically where it was like, so three came out in like 2012 Mm -hmm. until like 2021, three made no fucking sense. And everybody's like, this movie's fucking garbage. (laughs) It's still like, not that great. Like 
it's not bad and like the aesthetic stuff is still there. I think the aesthetic stuff in three actually like even kicks it up a notch. Like I really like all the visuals in three, like even more. Yeah. Like he does some fucking wild out wild and shit in fucking three. But eye patch, dude. Eye patch Asuka. The eye patch Asuka, which is obviously in two because she gets sent to the hospital because of what happens and yeah. Um she clearly still in that was like her one injury. She fucking got an eye patch from that shit. Um but, spe- but speaking about I'm this, though, the, I'm trying the, to like stick with one, but the, but uh, to, to finish up my point, I think there yeah. is those moments where he grows, but I think there's also there's also specifically events where he like regresses a little bit too. So there's also like negative growth as well, which is interesting because it makes him a dynamic character. It's not like you know this stuff happens to him and he just bounces off of him. He is like reacting to the stuff that's happening to him. But I can see how it could get frustrating to not have that like to not immediately see that growth. But I think that's also kind of built into the fact that, like, this is planned to be, like, a series of movies, so it's all – not all the growth is just happening at once. Yeah, and, like, and I, the to me, the um, the response to people when people get upset about – like, my response to Shinji, when, they, when I hear the response of, like, oh, well, he's three-dimensional or he is um, mm-hmm. a kid and though his life is a bummer. Uh, yeah. I, I get all that stuff. I, I completely understand that, that's, and that's cool character building. I, I can appreciate that. But even as a human being, if you don't propel forward, it's annoying yeah. as shit to me. Like, how many yeah. people do you know in your life that just fucking keep losing and they just don't get better? You're like, come on, dude. Like, we what we what we gotta do? How many times? How many friends do you have in your life that you're like, like man, like I, I'm dating this girl and like we keep breaking up. Like, what do we need to do? How leave her? Yeah. Like, I want to give you more advice, motherfucker. Like this is this this is the well, advice you gotta take. Real, but we did have a friend that kind of did that for no, a little it, bit. It, sure, but um, I'm saying like think about, like, think about like people in your life that this this they just they just they're uh, addicted to the fucking drama. Yeah. And like Shinji is addicted to being a bummer. Yeah, he's addicted to being a sad sack a little bit, and I mean that is kind of a thing that is touched on in his character. And I think it's touched on a little bit in two. I know it's expanded a lot in like three and four, which is the fact that like he's 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 definitely one of those characters that like he blames everybody else for his problems. And I think that's a big shortcutting that like Ono tries to touch on, which is like obviously a lot of sad and like bad stuff happens to him, but he also just doesn't take responsibility for anything yeah. that is happening as well. And that's like definitely a part of his character that Ano touches on like it's not just there and he's just like being annoying for the sake of being annoying like it's definitely a thing that like at least in the writing like three and four it's something that like Ano is aware of and that's kind of like how he kind of builds it into that which is yeah because, like not because, because to be completely honest if you told a 15 year old boy hey you're gonna pilot a giant robot I would say 90% 50 year old 15 year old boys would be like fucking Let's yeah. fucking do it, dude. I think they would say, let's fucking do it. I think the problem they would do not want to fucking do it is the problem where you get stabbed through the fucking eye. So that's like – but uh, clearly yeah. that's – that makes sense later on. The, his initial like apprehension of like, oh, I'm not going to get in this giant robot is like, come on, dude. I'd, I'd hop in that giant fucking robot. Yeah. I wouldn't be happy when I get fucking stabbed through the eye, but uh, – But even my, that to me, yeah. like even that part to me, like – the idea that like you feel the pain, yeah. You just added that there. You could you could take that away. That's from fucking G Fighter, dude. That's you, fucking you could take Gundam, that away. Dude. You could take that away. You feel the pain. You could take that away, dude. Like you could. I get, like, to me that level. This is a completely like external that level of immersion. That's completely external. Like in no way can the science be described. Like 
You have to. You're in a you're in a potted goop. Yeah, I don't know. You I don't, don't have to feel the pain. There's obviously some like weirdo like hand wavy shit with like the LCL it, liquid that they're in. That, if, like, you can, makes it, if you can if you can use electronics to control the robot, you yeah. can you can disable the pain factor. There's there's no. I know yeah. it's not talked about. I know that I'm like just saying that, but the reality, like, come on. Yeah, you're adding that level just for the storytelling factor. I can appreciate that absolutely. G Gundam, that's Magic Gundams, right? Yeah, that's true. That's different. I understand that. They're, they're G Gundams are a whole different beast. It's a whole yeah. different beast. They have firepowers and like fucking like yeah. Kamehameha waves, but like they have you, shining fingers that burn you know, probably with the power of justice. If you're gonna control the robot like a robot, yeah. even though we know it's alive or whatever, yeah, then we could we could turn that setting off. We could unplug that part. Because you're controlling it with remote controls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on. We don't get I also don't get that part either because – and this is not like a complaint. It's just like it's – you know, it's not something you could really dig into with a movie really specifically. But like I don't understand how the Ava is piloted. Yeah. It feels like – it feels like you have like the two Joysticks. controller things yeah. and like – there is points like his initial piloting where it's like, okay, so moving it forward is like taking a step. Yeah. But then there's also, there's other moments where it's like, okay, they're fighting. Like I think in 2.0, it starts off with, uh, Mari and her thing is like, okay, well her moving it forward, like makes the arm work. So these things, it doesn't feel like controllers should have like, so in multiple different functions. I'm going like, to assume that, the Evangelions are piloted like some Gundams yeah. in that they have foot pedals. It's possible. So, like, you would use your foot pedals like this. They definitely have, like... I mean, their control system is, like, a long, elongated thing. I could yeah. see why there could be, like, foot pedals. I don't know. Foot pedals to move Or maybe there's, like, a button where you can switch it from, like, feet to hands or something but they, like that. It seems so, impractical, but... They'd be so hard to, in the middle of a fight, you know? I mean, yeah, it'd be switching between both, but... but... speaking of fighting... The yeah. fight sequences in this movie uh, are trash. They're terrible. I like the Berserker sequence, um, but other than that, um, every fight scene is, is three it. seconds long, and it's just get a knife, all right, stab a knife, boring fight. Okay, cool. All right, copy that. Yeah, I mean, I think the Berserker is the most interesting one because I like the animal. I like it when the evangelions look more animalistic which is like the berserker mode he's doing like the whole flipping that's, shit that's the first fight right that's the first fight uh it which doesn't really a, happen again until the second movie where you which see is a big letdown that, but which is a big letdown to me because i think even storytelling wise mm -hmm. i would love it um and we see this on other stuff but this is this is a perfect time to talk about that like this kind of storytelling which is like, like if this is not, if this was a different kind of show, I think this is how how they would approached it, mm -hmm. which is uh, if Shinji was a willing participant, like right. he fights the first the first angel, whatever. Maybe he loses, but then eventually he succeeds, and then maybe by fight two he's pushing the limit, and they tell him, hey, back up a little bit because you're going to go into the red zone, mm -hmm. and then finally the third fight he like, he has to push it, and that's when it goes berserk. And then you can mm -hmm. see the progression of this potential danger that happens with the angel, but mm -hmm. fight one right away it really to me ru it's it ruins because you have this cool really cool factor at the beginning of the fucking series, and yeah. the rest of the fights in the movie are really boring in comparison. Yeah, um, 
I would say the third fight's definitely boring because it's just leading up to him fucking sniping, and there's just it's just energy beam battles at that point. And that, the and second that, one's at least like semi interesting. That the fucking squid angel, there's at least like a di- more dynamic stuff to that of like him trying to protect the human friends or whatever. And then um, yeah, the whole bit of like um, having to find like a different. Uh, what is he? He comes out with a fucking Gatling gun and clearly, yeah. I don't know. I, I agree. Clearly, like, the fight scenes are, like, not the, which is weird for, like, a mecha show, but, like, the mecha fights are not, like, the focus. It it's very, more of, like, clear. the mecha fights are just, like, more stepping blocks for characterization. Like, clearly the second fight was, like, him, like, all right, well, clearly everybody thought he was ready for this because of his training, but clearly in training he's, like, just going through the motions and, like, going through the motions in a real fight is going to get you fucking killed. And, so, like, for me, who likes Mecha, yeah. like, you know, I'm a Gundam nerd, so to yeah. me, it's like, this is the, this is the, honestly, like, abysmal. Yeah. Abysmal choreography for such cool-looking robots. Yeah. You know, or whatever, the humanoid things, whatever the fuck they are. Like, mm-hmm. it's such a cool design for such poorly designed fights, and then, again, like, storytelling-wise, I know that the, like you said, the, you know, they're just, they're just pathways to get to more human element yeah. storytelling i get mm-hmm. that completely i completely understand that and I, I i think that at the end of the day you know i'm not i have to i know that i'm not watching a mecha show that i'm watching the a24 mecha show yeah and, they... and i understand that and i get that but it's really hard for me not to be like bummed out when i see these really cool concepts for robots and they're not doing cool stuff, especially like I said in this third that third kaiju fight because like that kaiju is fucking abysmal. That that oh, that uh, that diamond you... crystal thing. Shut the fuck up, dude. I think it's an interesting concept, but I think fight wise, it's incredibly boring because it's like the the automatic targeting like fucking death beam shit. Was that also the, was that also the the, the the same angel in the show? Do you remember? I believe that Angel's in the show as well, and I think a similar thing happened. That, yeah, to they had, me, like, go, they go. The first movie is basically like a scene for scene. Re- I think there's a couple of extra added things, but it's basically a scene for scene remake of like the first like. I think it's like six or eight episodes, or right? Something like that. But it's like scene for scene. Because I took that that last in the movie, the last. It's Angel. really not until the second movie where things really start to like drastically change. Right. Well, I took that last kaiju fight as like, all right, guys, let's save some money. Let's hmm. save some budget. We can make a giant 3D uh, modeled crystal thing that's hmm. gonna fire uh, Frieza beams, yeah. and then uh, we'll just do that. And then we'll have a, the last fight. And what a way to end the movie too, which is like the most boring fight to end a movie. Because to me, imagine this, right? I'm writing this movie. I'm I'm fucking I'm in the fucking boardroom with with Anno, and I'm hmm. like, listen, dude, here's, here's what you gotta fucking do, bro. Fuck mm. your show, first off. Let's go, we're going to rearrange the show and make it better, all right? We're going to have fight one, boom. Fight two, boom. Third fight, switch the fucking angels from the diamond monster to make him first. Bring the first monster to the third fight, have the berserker mm. end the fucking movie. Fucking got it. Mm. Imagine the movie ends with with the berserker like fucking freaking out and they're trying to calm him down. End yeah. the movie, boom. Oh, dude, rising action, holy shit. That's- Basically, how the second movie ends, though. 
Okay. I really think okay. you need to just watch the second movie because that's basically the ending to the second movie. Is like but then you get, third, you but get then basically third the movie, first angel, but even more powerful, and you get fucking berserker. But then third movie begins with fifteen years later or some shit. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's know? what I'm talking about, dude. The third movie is fucking bonkers. So I yeah I I, I and I I think that maybe because like I'm going into the show with preconceived notions or the movies. Of what what I think Mecca is and what I enjoy, especially what I enjoy about Mecca, because like I'm not like a, you know, um, I'm pretty ingrained mm-hmm. in what I like about the Mecca genre, even yeah. Super Robot stuff. I, I'm ingrained in what I like about Mazinger or, you know, mm-hmm. or Get a Robo. I, I have certain, I like these certain things, and clearly Evangelion is not meant to be that. Yeah. It's under the guise of that, and I'm gonna say honestly, it's kind of disrespectful. Um, Knowing that he's such a big Gundam fan, I was really hoping to like, I was like, man, he he loves Gundam. He grew up on Gundam. He went to college when Gundam was around. Like, why isn't it Gundam? You know, yeah, and it's not that at all. It's definitely not. Um, hmm. I get where you're coming from, but I guess the argument could be made that it's like. Well, if you're just going to make a Gundam, then why wouldn't you just make a Gundam series? Why would you make this dude, whole no, new dude, thing? You could do a whole new thing, and you can incorporate all these elements. Because Gundam has all these elements. We know that Gundam yeah. has all this stuff in a more realistic manner. Mm-hmm. You no, know, quote-unquote realistic. You know what I mean? It's a space opera. It has all these elements. Every character in Gundam has these elements that Shinji and Masai, all these characters, they have. Those, are, those exist in Gundam. So it's not, yeah. like, it's a far, not like he's reinventing the wheel. Right, you know what I mean. He just strapped. He just put the the layer of aliens on them, or whatever the fuck they are, with these spheres yeah. of justice, or whatever the fuck they're called. You know what I mean? So like, I know that like, it's like imagery that he's changing to make it look cool, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the biggest counterpoint to my point is that's just not what he wanted to do, which is perfectly fine. And it's just not yeah. it's just not built for people like me. Who don't have the ability to like? All right, let me just enjoy something else. <laughs> yeah, know? and that, that's purely I'm not, that's me. That's just me as a as an anime watcher. Like I like what I like, and if it's mm-hmm. not what I like, I'm not gonna watch it anymore. And that's perfectly right. fine. Um, but when I finished this movie, I, I sit down and go, okay, did I enjoy this movie? Mm. And the first thing I thought to myself was, it felt like. And now I know, Zach, you can probably answer my question. Or you can probably give me a better answer. Okay. It felt like so much of this movie, even though I know it's not, but mm-hmm. it felt like so much of this movie was a wide shot of Shinji looking shocked. With that stupid, uh, with that stupid face that they draw. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more of that. This is definitely the movie that has like the most of it. Um, there's a lot of... yes. There's a lot of in one. There's a lot of Shinji not wanting to accept the situation that he's in, so he's staring like either shocked or dumbfounded a lot of the time. And that is an infuriating shot. Like the way that they draw it is makes me so upset. Yeah, um, I think that's definitely. There's definitely not as much in like two, three. There might be a little bit more just because. He gets fucking thrown into the future, and that's like fucking bonkers. Sure. That's just like a sure. fucking setup to begin your fucking movie, anyways. Yeah. Um, but 
But yeah, this definitely has the most of that. And I get where I get what you're talking about for sure. And it just, it just kind of like again because when, when I, I'm presented with so much imagery, like if the, if the show was presenting me with imagery of like like on advertisements or anything else, like what mm-hmm. you, if what you saw of Evangelion was Shinji crying, yeah, I'd like, I'd know what I'm getting into. Yeah, it'd be like if I like was trying to watch like Samurai Shampoo. And all the imagery was like just flu walking around. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be like, all right, well maybe I'm not gonna watch that. But it's actually cool samurai fights, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like this movie or this series always presents you with angels and robots. Yeah, I mean I think that's one of those things where it's like I think that's like the I mean obviously it's not Hollywood, but I feel like that's no, it's like the, the pull, it's the pulling you in. Yeah, it's the that's the Hollywood curse of like you know you have to like kind of push that stuff because fucking seeing Shinji fucking <laughs> crying on a train alone by himself yeah. is not going to fucking get people to watch. I mean, some people would be really into the Some stuff. people do really enjoy that shit. Obviously, yeah, like, there are 824 heads. They're like, fuck yeah, give that shit to me all day. Fucking well, inject it's, that it's shit straight into my veins. The people that, like, would, I, I assume the people that, like, like you mentioned Angel Beats. I've never seen it. Yeah. But I know that show is like a fucking tearjerker type show. It's a tearjerker, but... I don't know. Angel Beats is like in a weird spot for me because it's definitely like one of the first like anime anime that wasn't like on Toonami or fucking yeah. Adult Swim that I watched. And it was it's definitely a tearjerker, but it's also like I don't know. Angel Beats is weird because it's also really like actually really really fucking funny. Yeah. Um. So it's weird to have that mix of like I'm fucking crying my eyes out and also laughing in the, like the same episode. Right. Uh, but so, but even Gilly, I want to mention. I want to get to the story real quick before we do, do anything else, because I, I I have questions. Okay. So at least just judging from the first movie. Yeah. And I'm gonna go through this and tell me when I'm wrong, because I okay. I watched it. And I try to remember everything, but I had to watch it on subtitles with the English dub. Um, I did the same thing. Yeah. Just and the dub, the the, the Amazon Prime. Uh, Captions are completely wrong compared to what they're saying. Um, I think you can't use the English ones. You have to use closed captioning. Okay, okay, okay. That's um, what I – uh, for some reason, closed captioning is, is what the actual script is, and English is not for no, some reason. No, it's not at all. So let me get this straight. Okay, so at some point in the world, these kaiju attack Earth, right? Yes. They decimate all of Earth or just – Parts of Japan. They decimate a certain part of Earth. The second impact is the angels invade Earth. It's still not entirely sure how they invaded Earth, at least to me. I'd have to re. I think I'd have to rewatch uh, the original series again. I think they explain it better in the original series. But um, they invade Earth. Uh, they basically whatever they do essentially blows up like alaska okay like alaska's basically gone like basically the southern part of the globe is fucking gone and also whatever their invasion did caused the seas to turn red okay so they invade the attack they, they do an onslaught on the planet so we, we see people in germany because mm-hmm. uh, we know the one girl in, in movie two is is in germany the girl with the with the uh, she's in yeah maki is uh yeah. She's in or Mari, sorry. Mari, Mari's yeah. in Euro branch, which is like Germany, yeah, France, that And area. I assume Oscar's like half of half American or some shit or half English. She's woman. I think she's half German though, okay. I think. 
I think she also came from Euro branch. Okay, so there's other other countries have nerves. There's also the United States is also like other countries still exist, yeah. Right, and they have they you assume do we see an American Ava at some point? Uh, in the second movie, uh, American an American Ava shows up. The big the, one of the big plot points in the second movie is the American Avas because they had. It's also a thing that I think they talk about in this movie, which is like there's apparently some treaty that was forged between nations where it's the big part is like you can only have a certain amount of Avas per country. country. I think the limit is like three per country. So it's like when. The American Ava shows up because they show up to try to test it out. They have to put Asuka's Ava in storage because you can only have a certain amount mm-hmm. active. Each country can only have a certain amount active right. at any one point. Gotcha. Um, so they, so every country has nerve. They're a worldwide yeah. piece of shit company trying to do their little, you know, glue, gluey, the yeah. plan or whatever the plan is in the movies. I don't know. But yeah. so they, you assume every country has their own Gendo, like. Doing, uh, their, doing their own so. thing, right? Yeah, but they're all working, but they're so. all working for the same plan. Uh, yes. Right. So they're all they're all trying to beat the angels. Yeah. But no, but is every nerve Gendo trying to do what Gendo's trying to do? No, Gendo's the only one trying to do what Gendo's trying to do. So he's the only one trying to bring his wife back. He's the only one who wants to do yes. to do the slime. Yes. Okay, so they're all they're all doing their own thing fighting robots because that is that's the other because there's nerve and then there's also Sela, which is its own other secret secret organization that also controls all these different they also like are puppeteering all these different nerve branches because right. they're trying to do their own secret agenda and gendo's right. plan goes against their plan okay so so all right all right, all right. so shinji mm-hmm. is living away Yes, he lives. It's not really said where, but he lived. He lived somewhere else with his mom. No, his mom's dead. Okay, so he lives somewhere else. His, so his mom dies at some point. I think point. he just lived alone somewhere. Like so, I think his dad just gave him money and was like, okay. So his, when he's a kid, his mom dies somewhere at some point. His dad's some boarding yeah. school. Yeah. Okay. At some point, randomly, his dad calls him in. Mm-hmm. Hey, come live in fucking Cybertron. Yeah. And then. Whatever, and you start piloting the robot, yeah. right? Angels attack. He mm-hmm. he, quote unquote, fights the robots or fights the bad guys. And then that that's just the rest of the movie, right? It's just him like being like there, adjusting to it, living with mm-hmm. the lady. First off, why the fuck is he living with this lady, dude? I don't. Well, Misato's got this weird. And why is uh, she a pedophile? She's got a strange attachment to him. I mean, I think it's it's kind of hinted that like she feels bad for him because like she also has an estranged relationship with her father, so she feels some sort of connection with him like that. But she's also way too sexual around him, and I'm like, you're a fucking grown ass woman. This is, this is a like very, a twelve year old. Thing. This is a very anime story. Yeah. This is like a self self injection to the story. Also. He fucking shows her his wiener in like the first thirty minutes. Yeah, dude. Fucking butt ass naked because of this fucking penguin, which also I, makes no sense. I do want to say too though, like, clearly you just want like a cute mascot character, but it makes no fucking sense that you have this fucking penguin. That right um, there. that whole part of the movie, uh, should not be there. Oh, with them like living together? No, yeah. no, that part's fine, but like the I mean for anime, but like that's all like the whole like goofy fun time like bath bath stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey. Don't try to ruin your own movie by making this like trying to be goofy, goofy anime time because it doesn't fit at all. 
Yeah, it's very it's it's very conflicting tones, and I like the show. I mean, the show's like that too, but I guess it works longer for like a show where you can like have space between episodes and you can kind of like play around with themes uh, or and tone a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, for like a whole ass movie, it's weird to like have this like random. Ten minutes ago, you were like going full on berserker and you like almost fucking died, and now you're like fucking having like. A penguin accidentally yeah. making show your fucking dick to your roommate. So she is like the head of like physical yeah, she's operations. Yeah, like mili- she's like the military head of nerve, basically. Which, first off, too young would never exist, but that's fine. These, these are fucking kaiju, so I, I'll give it a pass. Yeah. Um, so she lives with him, or he lives with her. Mm-hmm. She's like a loser, or like yeah. a slob, which is like a classic anime. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's just like a drunkard, and she leaks like convenience stores meals, and she's like, oh, I'm always too busy working. I'm like, no, you're just fucking lazy. It's like, the, of course, the pretty like you're slight. lazy in like that aspect of your yeah, life. Like, like clearly the, she's capable, of, like the, the military stuff, but like clearly in like your home life, like you're a fucking slob. But the pretty, the pretty like uh, pedophile anime adult is, of course, she's also a slob because that's that's what has to happen. So yeah. Shinji lives with her. He's a bummer. Mm-hmm. He's like going to school. People beat him up, which is like, dude, like have some yeah. self-respect, bro. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. It's like I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, like your fucking sister was hurt, and it's like, okay, so you blame this guy because of your sister getting hurt for some reason. I guess you can't go and punch the angel, so you're gonna punch him. So but... we're we're gonna have like, like two hours of like this just this kid like just being a bummer. Two hours. Basically, that's the first movie. He's a bummer until he decides to like fucking do something. So, is, is, last does that ever happen? That does, the what? does he ever become a character that I want to succeed? I think by four. Oh my god, I, Zach! By four. Well, I like in in three. I don't know, like I'm telling you, three is weird because it like re, re, three is almost like a second reset almost. So what does he reset to? Well, it's uh, like well, back to Bumtown. Not back to Bumtown, but like the way everybody treats him in three because of what happened at the end of two. Like everybody basically fucking hates him because he caused a third impact and like basically like ended the world again. Oh, so everybody wow. fucking hates him, uh, which is like basically the beginning of three. That's when he's like he gets the fucking bomb put on his neck and like all this other like weird it's a shit. Bomb? Like, a su- fucking. Goddamn. He gets a neck bomb because everybody's like, if you get in an Ava, we're going to fucking kill you. Because the last time he got in Ava, he fucking caused... Why, keep, fucking why keep him alive? Then just kill him. Uh, it's something about the way that like the fucking Ava children work. I don't know. It's Ava been children? Years since I've, yeah, that's what... Well, the third movie is like, that's why Shinji and Asuka and Rei all look so young. Because something about the curse of... The way that he did the impact... And they call it like the curse of the Ava children or something like that. It keeps them like in the bodies of children. They're just being lazy. They, I don't they know. just they just want to keep selling it's figures. Kind of, it's really complicated. They just want like, they just want to keep selling figures. They don't want to like actually like make Oscar look like. A I mean, clearly that's the reason why. I was like, they just don't want to like make a grown up version of Shinji and Oscar until you get to the fourth movie. Oh. And you get grown up versions of them at the end. You get like thirty year old Oscar. Yeah, and you get like thirty year old, you get like middle aged Shinji, and yeah. So the sheet, so this is going to be, a, this is expounding upon. Okay, hold on, we we didn't talk about Ray at all. I want, yeah, yeah. I want to get to Ray because I have questions. Okay, so we, I'll try to have answers. So Shinji's a little bitch, and yeah, yeah. 
they, his dad wants to parade. His dad's doing this whole mind game thing, being yeah, like, yeah. Right, "I hate my kid. He sucks. He's a little wuss. Yeah. He's a little bumtown boy." Um, citizen bumtown exists. Uh, citizen population one, Shinji. So we're yeah. gonna. I'm gonna do this little mind game where I'm gonna show emotion to this clearly a clone of my mom. Yeah. I don't know that. For, she is, I don't know yeah. that for sure. I've heard that, and then like I, assume... I will, I will tell you 100 percent for sure that is what it is. She is a okay. clone of his mom. So clone of his mom. I don't know how that works yet. I'm, I'm maybe I'll never get there. But clone of his mom, yeah. some science, whatever, angels that are actually they're actually aliens, whatever, or whatever the fuck they are. So yeah, um, which I, I think I have a general idea. I read this somewhere years ago, but so yeah. clone of his mom. His dad's doing mm-hmm. the mind games. Shinji's seeing him like be nice to this white haired lady. Blue hair? Blue hair. White She's hair. got blue hair, yeah. Blue hair. He's being it's like he, light blue. He's like being nice to her and Shinji's like seeing it and he's like just buying a buying a mansion in Bumtown. Yeah. And, you know, he's got his voting registration and everything. Yeah. And this is all for Gendel just to keep making him like be bummed. Like what's the point? So he just keeps getting in the robot? Or he gets closer to well, Ray or something? Uh... The the explanation that I understand from watching this movie several times is uh, to make – specifically everything that Gendo does is to make what happens at the end of the second movie happen. Like he wants the third impact to happen. For some reason, I can't remember. I need to watch three and four So hold on. Pause there though real fast because you mentioned it yeah. before. I, I don't think I caught this in the movie. Yeah. The secret board of you know whatever – what is their yeah. – what's the difference between their plan and Gendo's plan? Gendo wants the fucking humans become one thing plan or what's the – who's has – what's the Gendo, plan? Gendo basically – Gendo's basically end goal is uh, that he wants to be with his wife again. Everything that he does is – he's like even sadder than Shinji. He's like okay. fucking – my fucking wife died. I don't care. I don't love anybody else but my wife. I want my wife back. Everything I'm doing is to try to bring my wife back to life. Okay. Because Ray's like a clone of her, but it's not really like clearly it's like not her personality. Like she's a fucking robot. Mm. Um. So like he's like trying to like bring back his wife. Uh. Because she fucking died. Uh. I think she died. I don't think she died giving birth to Shinji. Did she? She died really early. Maybe she either died giving birth to Shinji or she died like really early uh, in his childhood. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Um, so that's like his whole goal. Sally's goal is the human instrumentology project, which is like basically, uh, from what I understand, is like uh, creating the like shared a consciousness group. type thing. It's like a yeah. It's like a share. It's like the collective unconscious of like having everybody be one, and that's it's, like it's the solve. it's the Naruto plan. Essentially, yeah, with the infinite Tsukuyomi. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, okay. a similar type of thing. So, so Gendo just wants his wife back. He's happy. He he's want to do anything else. No, he just wants his wife. So how back. does he how does he propose to get his wife back? I don't understand that. It's I. This he, is like okay. Uh, the way that I understand it is something that has to do with the spears of uh, Longius and Langius. They somehow. You mean the you mean the red and, the red and blue birds from Pokemon? No, no, no. That's Latios, Latias. <laughs> The Longius and Lang, yeah, yeah, it's the fucking weirdo looking spear shit. I think it's like somehow the spears would allow you to like have one rewrite wish. the universe or some shit. I don't know. Dude, this this dude, is when it's like you start to get into the fucking weeds. This of, like, dude 
took a fucking dartboard and just like threw shit and was like oh yeah no this is 100 percent like i like that and i like yeah that, that's all that is like that. okay well that that's further online though yeah so movie one ends with the diamond the diamond crystal stupid yes. monster fight and, and she didn't like throwing a little bit of a backbone that's but, like, it that he's gonna fucking snipe him it yeah. just ends there it just ends there and like that's all um when there's something else oh yeah no well, the real ending is basically he ends of like taking like the pseudo place of his father. That's where you get like this weird budding relationship between him and Ray, because you had that flashback of when they were doing the prototype and like yeah, was yeah, yeah. her and he like burned his hands and then Shindo right. does the same shit. So like clearly you have the imprint of like from Gendo onto Sh- onto Shinji because somehow. The way that it works, I think, is like to make the make what happens in the second movie happen, you had to have Shinji like care for Ray. So all okay. of this, all of what Gendo does is to like make him make care for Ray and like like her so that he'll, you know, do what he does to make the fucking end of the world happen. Gotcha. So I knew I knew that that he was doing something. His dad was yeah. doing something with the whole like go give her this letter at her house and like see her naked type yeah. thing, which is like yeah, it's basically just trying to get them together so that they'll have a connection with each other. Which yeah. like okay, so a lot of anime boys like this character, this girl. I I'm gonna tell you I do not like Ray. As a a lot I've seen a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of anime boys like this character. There's a podcast host that we both know who I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan and nerd of this podcast host. He likes her? I thought he liked Asuka. Depends on who you're talking about. Gary? He's he's a huge fucking belly piece of Ray. Oh. Yeah. He's, 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 I haven't seen his belly piece. Uh, I can show it. To, we'll find a picture of it. It, it looks pretty okay. sick, actually. I mean, if you like Evangelion. But yeah. his, his arm is all Evangelion. But, like, yeah. so, like, I, people, I know he, he, this is a traditional anime character, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I remember served correctly, Asuka is the other traditional anime character girl. They're basically the two prototypes, yeah, of like traditional anime characters. Yeah, and like, so I don't know, I don't know enough about either character beyond what I remember to really have. A, mm-hmm. But like the way that, that I'm just understanding Ray is like, just a blank slate. Like she's boring. Yeah, I don't know. She's got the whole like it's it's. I'm telling you what, dude. It's worse than the, she's like a fucking nothing in the third movie. Oh gosh. I mean, I don't think she shows up until like an hour in. Like she's really not in the movie that much. Yeah. Um, but she's definitely like the way that like I don't know what it. She's definitely yeah, she's definitely like a she's like a. I don't know if blank slates the right word. But she's definitely, like, doesn't have any real life outside of Nerve Robot. for, like, clearly most of her life. Yeah. Uh, and then she starts doing stuff in school. And, like, when she starts interacting with Shinji more, you see that in the second movie that she becomes, like, more of a character okay. in that aspect. I do think the best yeah. part of the movie, though, is when um, Shinji's, like, being a little bummer. And he's like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. So his, his dad's like, all right, go get the girl. And then they just, like, roll yeah. her out. I think that's the funniest scene in the movie. Oh yeah, and she's like fucking like yeah, like stretcher, full cast like, up in the like, fucking stretcher. Yeah, yeah. Then, that's the the funniest thing because like like it's it's humorous the way they present it, but like yeah, narratively Shinji says okay, right? But then even then yeah. he's still kind of like not in the way that you want your hero protagonist to react. He's still not like a hundred percent like I want to do yeah. this. 
he clearly does he clearly feels bad that like because he's not going to do this this girl like clearly is like on death's fucking door yeah. he's gonna have to get this fucking robot and that's just because she's been fighting all the angels and she's been getting her ass kicked well i think that was still damaged from when from she got hurt during that testing okay yeah. So before Shinji was she? So I think the, I think the angel that shows up in the beginning of this movie is really like the first like actual like invasion angel. Even though I think they call it like the angel, third. Angel, I don't even know the white angel. So that, has, but, has, there, has there not been angel fights in Japan before? I don't think there had been. So Shinji's like the proper first one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 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 But other countries have already been fighting. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or they, 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 or at least they've been building up to fight. Gotcha. Because, because then you get to the second movie, and yeah, like clearly Euro Branch had like captured an angel, and that's where you have her whole beginning fight scene where she's like going through the tunnel, like chasing yeah. after that one. Angel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like I just asked you about Fate's Day. It's about as complicated as Fate. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh... But like, not as like fun. Like Fate is. Fate is complicated, but, like, in a fun way. Yeah. Evangelion is complicated, but in, like, uh, symbolism is makes my brain hurt way. Yeah. Which I, I do want to end the podcast with this. If you if I have to pull out a fucking, you know, yeah. a book reference guide to your show or your movie, you yeah. made your movie wrong. I, I, I yeah. truly believe that. You made your movie wrong. Symbolism, yeah. like, like, if it's, like, symbolism in the sense of like like i get the concept of having like supplemental material to like expand sure. your world sure like that's cool but like if i have if i can't just understand like everybody's motivations without like yeah like pulling up like a fucking research paper that somebody did then like i i, I like like being able to and obviously everyone has this different opinion on this but here's my opinion on this mm-hmm. i think the perfect example is marvel where they'll make a movie and they'll mm-hmm. have like their little Easter eggs in the movie, or they'll say a line. And like, if you're a comic book geek, you can go, I know, I know that reference. I got that. Right. But if even Galleon or like, even like a metal gear kind of too, which is more my, my even is metal gear. (laughs) It would be like, Oh, well the lovely, low, the, the rap patrol, all this kind of stuff like that. If I have to like have a fucking study, study guide to remember this stuff, I think that you're making your story wrong. I I truly do think that you're making like the engaged audience will go okay cool I'm gonna do the work, but yeah. you have audiences like maybe like me who will be pushed away by that and like yeah. obviously the goal isn't to you know you want to tell your own story and that's hell yeah do that, mm-hmm. um, but you assume that you want most people to at least enjoy your product because you're it's yeah. a business and there's something about giving me the visuals of the the robots which looks super duper cool yeah but then knowing that i have to sit here and ask you questions about like okay they're they're aliens they're they're angels but they're not actually holy or they're not actually demons but they're also yeah. like they came from like a, a asteroid landed on earth but then also two asteroids landing on earth and they shouldn't be on earth yeah like, what the fuck are you talking about you know, but then they have like lances and stuff, and then those lances like create yeah. life. What, the, what, dude? What? Yeah. And like that's fine, that's cool. That's a story, but like, you you couple all that stuff with the most annoying character I've ever seen in the history of characters. Like, I, I do truly believe like 
I've never seen a more annoying character than this character. He's the number one. He's more annoying than anyone. Think. Uh, my ranking is this. I'm same. not thinking of one off the top of my head. My number one most annoying character of all time is what's his name? Akari? Is that his last name? Shinji what? Oh, Shinji Akari. Yeah. It, number one most annoying character of all time. Here's the power ranking. The first, there's two right now. I can think of more, but this is the top two that come to brain. Okay. Most annoying character of all time. One, Shinji from Evangelion. Okay. Number two most annoying character of all time is Umbridge from Harry Potter 5. Oh, yeah. No, that's a bad one. Those are the number two. And not the book, just the movie. That's Those are the number two. Mm. That's it. Mm. I can't think of it. There's probably more. Those That lady is so annoying. Yeah. She I mean, crushes it. Yeah, I was about to say, granted, her character is, like, supposed to be, like, the fucking annoying bitch, like, fucking Karen, but well, she's supposed she, to be the annoying racist, and, like, she yeah. crushes that character. That character is yeah. such a, no... She's really good at doing that. She's really good at doing that. So that's a, it's a success, but, like, as a character, you watch that movie, and you get, like, Ugh. and, like, watching Evangelion 1.11, you're like, Shinji, do yeah. something better. Yeah. Be a better character, and, um... I'm sure, like, you know, there's, like, maybe you know people, you've seen people on Facebook or wherever you're at talking about anime, like, mm-hmm. people die, die hard love that character, this character. Some people I, really do, yeah, like Shinji as a character. And, I, and I get it, man, I get it. If you're real emotional, you know, into mm-hmm. those kind of stories, like, I completely understand that. Like, it's, like, it's definitely more developing than, if you consider just depression developing, I mean, some people do that. I don't necessarily think just depression is. is I don't is, think depression alone is developing. I think usually developing for me is like, okay, you start off at depression. Where do you go from depression? How do you get out of? Yeah. Or even inverse. Your depressing spiral. Or even inverse. Like you could start out happy and become. The, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that character growth too, because like, like yeah. if you're watching like a war series or like a war novel, like a fantasy war novel, mm-hmm. there's definitely characters that start out happy good and they become yeah. evil and i'm cool with that story there's yeah. progression there and i hope that if i was well, fucking not to bring it up again but fucking naruto that's fucking obito's character he's like right. fucking happy go lucky and then he fucking becomes the fucking enemy of mankind exactly you know exactly if we're gonna go the anime route you know but like yeah if we're gonna or like like vegeta is a perfect example yeah he he is in the most shonen trope fucking of all time cocky asshole and he, st- and he yeah. stays cocky, but he becomes... He stays cocky, but he becomes a, a decently good person. I mean, well. at the end of the series, he's definitely the better dad than Goku. Yeah, well, at least he's there for his <laughs> kids. He's there for his kids, you know? And then he's then, not fucking dumping it off on some fucking green alien. Yeah, and then at the end, at the end of this fucking series, he's going, okay, guys, I'm going to go train with this fucking Indian kid yeah. or whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Peace, bitch. Yeah, just leave, you know. Yeah, I... I fucking um, give Trunk a hug trunks a hug and that and then he fucking dies so you know good day right. you know it's definitely and it didn't do anything but no um I, I hope that at the end of if i do complete the journey which i really do i want to finish the movies just for my own sake to say i did it yeah um because it's one of those things that's it's it's like hanging over me mm. like in the world of anime like i don't want i never want to force myself to watch something because i hate doing that i think yeah. that's really bad but like it's three movies more Mm-hmm. I can I can eat the bullet. Yeah, I mean, I think if you do end up watching them, I think overall the fourth movie ends in a pretty satisfying way. For me, I was very satisfied with the way the fourth movie ended. I was like, all right, I'm happy with this. This is a good ending. 
clearly like you know it was it took way too long for the fourth movie to come out right but, uh, but i'm still you know overall happy with like the journey that we took like i didn't get to it and i was like i feel like i fucking wasted like fucking 15 years waiting for this movie to come out and I mean, and pers- on a personal level i want to enjoy this guy because he has the he has the fucking reins to like two of my favorite things fucking yeah uh common rider and what's the other one you don't really like ultraman oh ultraman's fine but isn't he doing um yeah wasn't there another one coming out oh never mind maybe just maybe just common rider then but like he has the reins to common rider and that's like did he have something else i thought there was something else but maybe i must misremember maybe maybe i'm thinking about godzilla and then that's what the three were godzilla ultraman and and then common rider yeah godzilla Um, common or common but but he has like the his control he like if he just he just produced Ultraman, mm-hmm. he's like directing Common Rider. You know what I mean? I think oh, he did he not? Oh, I didn't know he didn't direct Ultraman. Yeah, he didn't direct Ultraman. He just he just heavily involved with it, so you know it's his idea. But like, yeah, Common Rider is purely him. Yeah, same way that Godzilla was. So like, mm-hmm. I want to know this guy. Like, I oh, he wrote Ultraman too. So there you go. Right. So I I want to know this guy because I I. I I can let li- he likes all the same shit you like. He li- we like we said before, man. We like the same shit, man. Like yeah. we've said before on the podcast. This dude, at least from the the comedy show that we watched, like that I watched, <laughs> this dude likes the same shit that we like: Gundam, Common Rider, Ultraman. Like he likes the, the Tokusatsu that we like. Mm-hmm. So probably Devil Man, all these things that we enjoy. So yeah. it's like, I know it's in his DNA. To fucking yeah. make the shit that is like for me, yeah. He it's tailor made, dude. It's in his blood to be like, okay, yeah. cool. Now, let me make this show that, that 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 fucking boring dudes can like this stuff. Yeah. So why the fuck? Why the fuck did you have to go to this goddamn, you know, fucking convoluted mess about yeah. people turning into goop? Mm. Yeah, the goop thing is like the weirdest part, and that's really only in the Evan, end of Evangelion. Nobody I, else. And I, to... I and we're gonna end the pod here in a second, but I I yeah. didn't even talk about the weird sexual tension stuff. Like, what's up with that? That's that gets worse. Yeah. Why is Shinji so pent up, dude? And I don't know. I mean, he's fucking. You know, he's a horny ass thirteen year old. Maybe if you just like, maybe you just like you know got a little confidence, talk to some girls, man, you wouldn't be so. Bum. Well, that's the other thing is like he does talk to girl. I mean, he's talking to Shin and he's got Asuka and like he's got girls that he's talking to, but he's still like he's just a pent up little boy. And also, real quick before we end this last part, the movie actually ends with the white haired kid, right? Is that yeah, the real yeah. ending? Who the fuck is that guy? That is an interesting character. Well, the second movie ends with, or no, I guess both. The first movie and the second movie end with the white hair kid. Who the fuck is um, that dude? He's technically an angel, so shut the fuck up, dude. He's a human. He's a goddamn. He's a fucking. He's Agent Smith. Essentially, yeah. Oh my god, dude. He's that, but he's like he's like an Agent Smith that's like on Neo's side. Like he wants Neo. It'd be like if Agent Smith was like, I want to do everything in my power to make sure that you have like a good life. Why is he doing that? Spoiler for me. Complicated. Uh, oh, complicated. Uh, I mean, uh, That's I, mean never I think a good the response. big thing about it is that um, 
I this is the character that like I am not the most well versed in. Okay. I like no cursory stuff from when I was like leading up to four and like a little bit afterwards. He plays the biggest part in three. Uh, okay. Okay. Three. Um, that's really when he like really shows up. He basically ends two and was like, "Hey, bitch, I'm still here." Um, uh, but uh, I know that there are fan theories out that like. Basically, Evangelion is like multiple timelines and like he, the white haired kid is like uh, constant. He's like one of those ones that like he knows all the different timelines. He's like searching for the best timeline that will make Shinji happy because in most he's like fucking depressed or he's just neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like and then like the rebuild timeline is supposed to be like this is like the best way for Shinji's life to go. So why, why does he care so much about this guy? I still don't understand why he cares so much about it. Okay, gotcha. That's something I would have to research even so more. So this this guy just Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange's one kid's life. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Not about Oscar. Fuck Oscar. Fuck Ray. Fuck clone. Fuck your clone life. Don't give a shit. Yeah, basically. Damn. Okay. Uh, is uh is Mar Mari? Is she in the show? I don't remember her. Mari's not. She's a new character for the, the movie specifically. Okay. And I was I saw an interesting bit on it as well, which is um, she basically is in the second movie as much as she is because of her tease at the end of this one, which is like all three movies I think have that where they have like mini teasers to the next movie. Yeah. Uh, the seconds is the most like fuck you shit because nothing that is in that second teaser fucking shows up in the third movie. Right. But. But she shows up in the teaser leading into the second movie, and apparently she was – fans were so interested in her, and she was so popular that they were like, oh, we have to write her in to the second movie. Like, gotcha. people want this character. So gotcha, gotcha. I think that's kind of why they, they start off with her in the second, and they have a couple more scenes with her. She, she kind of ends the second movie too. So, okay. But yeah, she is, a, she is a movie original character. Gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, we already planned on – I mean, I'm already – I was already – pretty much halfway through movie two so yeah. um i will finish that up and we will do movie two next week do movie two next week um right. and then if i can suffer through <laughs> two more we'll go through those all right all right we'll uh, see because my goal was to finish them i wanted to finish all we'll see how you are after two i think two is an interesting spot to leave in uh and then i honestly I honestly think that the way it is, it's almost like you have to do three and four with each other, which is weird because they're so they were literally so far apart. Mm-hmm. But three is not really as strong unless you like have the ending of four with it. Gotcha. So, okay. We'll see. But I'm well, down to do two next week. Cool. Well, we'll do that. And guys, thanks for listening. See you back next week. More check the vending machines. Will we talk about Evangelion two point something something? Mm-hmm. 2.22, you cannot advance. Yep, good thing to know that. That's yeah. why that's what I can fully expect from the rest of the movie. <laughs> and I'm watch, and I'm watching it dubbed again. So fuck, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Yep. That, no, I mean I already did watch it dubbed, so yeah, there it makes the most sense. All right, guys. Thanks, hacks.